Welcome to the Starsology Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Alison Price. I am here with my co-host, Arwen O'Neill, and today we're going to be talking about Jupiter in Taurus. Uh, first, we're going to have a look at uh, what Jupiter means. We'll have a little look about what Taurus has got to say, and then we'll combine the two. So, Arwen, it's, it's, it's lovely that you're here with us again. Thank you. It's lovely to be here, Alison. That's great. And this time we're going to be looking at um, and exploring a little bit about Jupiter, which is a super interesting planet. Absolutely. Um, and there's quite a lot, I think, to be said about uh, Jupiter. What would, what would you say on the matter? Well, it's the largest of the, uh, of the planets, aside from the sun, obviously, which we do consider a planet in astrology. Uh-huh. Uh, Jupiter was at one point considered to actually be a, a failed sun uh, in astronomy. It was a gas giant that just didn't quite get big enough to, to gain its own system around it. But it does have some moons, and uh, it's, a, it's a giant, and uh, it does have a great deal of import in astrology. Yeah, it, it is the, I think, the biggest planet in the solar mm, system, yeah. by a long chalk, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the king of the planets. The king of the planets. Yeah, that's, or, yeah, that's one great <laughs> way of looking at it, right? Yeah. So Jupiter, astrologically, is ruling Sagittarius, I believe? And Pisces, yeah. And Pisces, okay. Yeah. And it's interesting because those are very, very different signs, but they do have a couple of things in common. Obviously, they are both very sort of big personalities. They are associated with uh, spirituality in very different ways, however, and and also ambition and, and sort of... Uh, the law and you know big moral sort of questions so a lot of uh, a lot of interesting characteristics there that we consider jupiterian yes yeah. it is interesting because let's face it sagittarius and pisces are mm, really not that similar and yet they do right. have some things that are are similar as well for sure mm, okay yeah. So some of the wonderful things about Jupiter here are uh, summarized very well in a book by Stephen Arroyo and we call him St. Stephen between the two of us because he's uh, just fundamental to my learning of astrology anyway. And anyone who is learning astrology would definitely do well to look up Stephen Arroyo. And his first four books essentially were the basis of my astrological learning, um, you know, outside of my family. (laughs) So this is his book from 1996 called Exploring Jupiter and the Astrological Key to Progress, Prosperity and Potential which are obviously three brilliant keywords for the planet Jupiter. Sounds wonderful. And I'll tell you, my first astrology teacher used to point us towards Stephen O'Royo's books way back then, and he used to call him Saint Stephen because he deserved it. So it's a brilliant astrologer. Absolutely. So in this book, his obviously it's mostly about personal chart interpretation because that is his main focus. He, I believe is still a consulting astrologer and most of his stuff is very about uh, very much about psychology and about the personality uh-huh. um, as opposed to you know broader society trends and and things like that but this is a really interesting guideline for interpreting jupiter in your chart so he says a strong jupiter is when usually when uh, someone has a lot of placements in either Sagittarius or Pisces, of course, those are both ruled by Jupiter. And, you know, the first person that comes to mind when I think of of a strong Jupiterian personality is Tony Robbins. And if you've ever seen him speak, he's this tall, exuberant, just passionate, excitable person whose life's mission is making other people more successful. And 
you know, making their lives bigger and richer and more prosperous. And, and what could be more Jupiterian than that? And looking at Tony Robbins' chart, he is a Pisces with Mercury in Pisces, Jupiter in Sagittarius. And he is just, I think, you know, one of the embodiments of Jupiter. And another example that uh, is a bit more of an historical reference is Winston Churchill, whose chart Stephen Arroyo goes into in great detail in this book, uh, Exploring Jupiter. So a couple of main characteristics of Jupiter are it manifests as hopeful, buoyant, and upbeat personality, often a humorous personality. It can give a sense that the person has a, has a mission in life, that they're, you know, whether it's a religious or spiritual mission or just a humanitarian mission, this person typically has like just a, a large personality that seems very infectious in a way. And uh, you, you see this a lot in, um, you know, politicians or uh -huh. public speakers or educators, uh, humanitarians, these kinds of things. It lends a sense, as uh, Stephen Arroyo says, of moral conviction, whether that's religious or, or otherwise, but a, a highly moral or, or activist or humanitarian kind of personality. And a person who also is taking risks sort of a larger than life kind of personality. So this can obviously have like positive and negative aspects. So that's a great way of looking at it. And just for our listeners, could you um, just give us the birth data there you have for Tony Robbins? For sure. So Tony Robbins was born in Los Angeles, California on February 29th, 1960 at 8.10 p.m. Amazing. So that's the uh, data you've got from Arroyo's book. And that makes him a leap year baby as well. Oh, well, interesting. February 29th? Right. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Super great. Super yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So this year in 2023, Jupiter is going to be entering Taurus. It is. On May 16th, actually. Right. And it will stay there for approximately a year. It will be there until May 25th, 2024. So it's always in a sign for approximately a year, which is a really convenient thing that Jupiter does for us <laughs> astrologers because it makes it very easy to do our uh, interpretations. and It's so true because if every 12 years Jupiter's in Taurus, then 12 years ago it entered Taurus and so on. Yeah. I also want to point out that it's often aligned with the Chinese horoscopes yeah. because they start every 12 years. Yeah. And this particular ingress of uh, Jupiter in Taurus is going to straddle the, the Chinese horoscopes between the year of the rabbit and the year of the dragon, which yeah. will come in in February 2024. Right. So that's always interesting. So yeah, um, I actually have two daughters born 12 years apart, and they both have Jupiter in the rooster. So, wow. I know. So they're both, it's just kind of interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. How these cycles connect. So, yeah. yeah. So Jupiter is taking 12 years to go around and it's now going to be entering Taurus. Well, this month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Very soon. So let's talk a little bit about what Taurus means. Yes. What is the sign of Taurus? It's the second sign in the Zodiac. It comes after Aries and before Gemini. It is an earth sign. Yes. It is a fixed sign. Um, earth signs are obviously Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, and those are known for their stability, their practicality, their practicality. exactly. Taurus is, is sort of the earthiest of the earth signs. It's also represented by the bull. I always think of, um, I have Mars in Taurus, and I think of that. Do you? I do. I think of it as Ferdinand the bull. He was the bull who didn't want to fight. He just wanted to lay in the field and smell the flowers. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's that's. Is that how you think your Mars is in Taurus? Uh, unfortunately, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I can be motivated to fight if need do, <laughs> if need be. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so Taurus, it's a grounded, sensual sign. Yes. It is known for being patient, but also very stubborn. It's probably the, the most stubborn of the stubborn. The stubbornest of the signs. Maybe followed closely by Capricorn, but much more like dig in its heels stubborn. Um, Capricorn is more like kind of rushing forward and taking over stubborn, just for digging in its heels as, as a bull might. Taurus is definitely that one. Realistic, reliable. They appreciate quality and security. They are very financially minded. Financial yes. security is important to them. Their families are important to them. Food is important to them. The produce, um, yes. Yeah. From and, the land. An interesting thing that I found when I was researching Taurus a while back is so many people who we are, we know for their voices are famous Taurians. A lot of singers, but also a lot of actors who are, who are just known for their voices. Orson Welles comes to mind immediately wow. as a Taurus. And, and anyone who's a generation like mine or, or, you know, Generation X or before when he was famous, uh, you know, all, all through the 20th century can just probably mm -hmm. call his voice to mind because he did so many commercials and voiceovers and, and just... Uh, it, it rules the throat. Yes. And, in and the voice box. Yeah. And the voice box. Exactly. And it's it's fascinating that that actually, you can just you can yes. just look at a list of Torians and say, oh my God, wow, those voices. Those <laughs> you know? are the voices, yes. Yeah. Uh, to, I often think of Taurus as the, the sign that doesn't want to overcome inertia. They are quite happy just staying put <laughs> with the status quo. And it's this, the connection to the land that they mm. are grounded. These are very much barefoot on the ground type people. Mm. And an interesting fact about Taurus is that the, the sun Taurians are the people who owned most of the land on earth. They actually go out and buy property, buy yeah. farms, buy condos, buy hobby farms, and they own more land than the other signs. Yeah, and a lot of the famous finance, like financial minds, Karl Marx, there are a few that I remember whose names escape me at the moment, but yes. you can Google it. So many famous financial thinkers are Taurians, are, yeah. are you know, Taurus sign, sun, 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 sun. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Okay, so let's have, let's now consider as Jupiter enters Taurus, um, what, what sort of things could we anticipate as these two energies come together? Well, referring back to St. Stephen's book here. We love St. Stephen. <laughs> we do. Exploring Jupiter is his book. He interprets this uh, Jupiter through all the signs. And Jupiter in the Earth signs specifically means a feeling of unity with the Earth, a sense of oneness with nature. Any Earth sign Jupiter is naturally skeptical about impractical dreams. He says uh, the least idealistic of all the Jupiter placements, but they specialize in getting things done. So they're very practical. They're very focused on achievable ideals and goals for themselves and, you know, for their families, for whatever they're involved with. Uh, a steady reservoir of physical vitality is usually present, he says. And their inner faith comes when they tune into practicality, dependability, and the experiences of the senses. So that is a really interesting interpretation. He continues to say that Jupiter in Taurus seeks to grow and improve themselves through productivity, steadiness, and reliability. They attempt to improve life through money, possessions, and luxuries, which can lead to being overly materialistic, which is uh, definitely a Taurus thing, but amplified by Jupiter because Jupiter enlarges anything it touches. This yes. is something that's the nature of the planet Jupiter. It can tend to uh, tip over into excess any sign that it's in. So if, uh, if you have Jupiter in Virgo, you can be overly critical, <laughs> overly pedantic, um, <laughs> overly detail-oriented to, to a fault. And in Taurus, that can be, you know, overly 
concerned with financial matters, with stability, um, maybe too conservative and all of those things that, that go along with that. So, uh, you know, uh, when we take these two combinations, so we've got this expansion and growth of Jupiter and we've got this, I want to say, the financial bent of Taurus. Yeah. Originally, I was thinking, well, does this mean that, you know, the money's going to get better, it's going to flow and this and that, but I think it might be inflation. Yeah. Where... Costs of everything go up. Yeah. The and cost of food has already gone up. The temptation to perhaps buy beyond your means may yeah. come during this period where yeah. shopping to were dropping is a thing because it's Jupiter. Yeah. But perhaps with some more thought about these things, yeah. uh, people can control it. But it will be interesting to see during that time whether the actual interest rates go up or, right. or that sort of thing. And also if people want to invest in things that are more sort of solid and traditional as opposed to sort of these more ethereal, no pun intended, yes. Yes. <laughs> sort of stocks and, and, you know, maybe going back to like land, jewelry, gold, these things that are, yes. that are much more traditional and, uh, and of sort of a tangible value. Interesting. Yeah. So if we were going to consider perhaps a few trends that may unfold at this time. Yeah. So Taurus is definitely um, involved with the economy and Jupiter and Taurus might affect uh, financial institutions, the markets, investments, the things that people invest in. We can probably expect growth, obviously, in these areas and certain sectors of the economy that are more, you know, involved with Taurian themes might see more growth, as we were saying. Right. Taurus is associated with stability and security and with the status quo, in a sense. So Jupiter in Taurus may um, may impact politics in the sense that people are are moving you know backwards in a sense to more traditional sort of values we might see conservatism have a sort of a, regain a foothold and you know a focus on preserving existing systems as opposed to more progressive focus personal growth is also something that's that's very torian personal appearance your health uh, the physical yes. body yes. these are all very torian themes so focusing on how personal development and your preservation of yourself and your your body and your mind and and all of these uh, these taurian things could be emphasized and and enhanced right, while right. jupiter is in taurus also if you have any placements that are large in taurus like you taurus rising or whatever obviously jupiter would be on your ascendant and that is uh, really interesting any anytime jupiter touches one of your personal planets it can expand it and cause it to become a focal point for that year so right, right. And you say you've got, actually got Mars in Taurus, so that will be coming along for you. For sure, yeah. Jupiter conjunct Mars. That could be really interesting. <laughs> I mean, I've already definitely picked up a lot of sort of athletic and active pursuits over the last couple of years. Yeah, so getting all sporty. More of that. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, more activity. Jupiter is also associated with the environment and specifically with agriculture. So we definitely saw some scarcity in the last few years because of COVID, because of uh, the war in Ukraine, these, these sort of bread baskets of the world right. um, where the, the supply chains weren't able to sort of get things moved around the way we were very much accustomed to. And I definitely see, see Jupiter and Taurus as an antidote to that in many ways, like a more, more abundance, more, more abundance. Know, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah. So let's just briefly touch on two of the major aspects that Jupiter is going to make as it's going through the sign of Taurus. And the first one is it's going to actually square Pluto in Aquarius on May the 18th. So that's like two days in. Yeah. And Pluto obviously is quite new in Aquarius. So yes. they'll obviously be um, meeting at a, at 
very early point in both of their transits. Through That's right. Yeah, and they're both science. fixed now, so it's it's yeah. a different dynamic. But it's a very short-lived aspect, I think, Yeah. unless you've actually got planets at those degrees. And then the second major aspect that's going to occur is Jupiter will actually conjoin with Uranus. Mm -hmm. Now, this happens every 13 years, but it's actually going to happen uh, next year on April 21st, 2024. We'll definitely have a, a longer chat about yeah. that more towards the time. But that is one of the major aspects coming through. Yeah. I want to mention this one in more, in more particularly because whilst Uranus is in Taurus, it is supporting this rise of the Bitcoin yeah. and the cyber currencies through Taurus. It's, it's overthrowing the money markets and yeah. Jupiter may at that point create even more hype or inflation or yeah. hype, as it were, yeah, around these situations. So For that's sure. just kind of an interesting couple of points there on the aspects. Absolutely. And Uranus being, you know, the planet of disruption and innovation and lightning bolts you know that definitely could indicate some sort of a financial disruption yeah. like we need another <laughs> we'll definitely have a chat about that in, yeah. more in towards the beginning of yeah, next year something yeah. to look forward to yeah <laughs> so whilst jupiter is actually going through taurus now it's going to retrograde of course the outer planets retrograde every year so it's going to retrograde um september the 4th 2023 now that'll be at 15 degrees taurus and that is its station retrograde and this will affect anyone who's actually got a birthday between the 4th to the 9th of May. Yeah. You will have this Jupiter stationing on your sun. So it's going to be a powerful growth time for you, an expansion and ability to broadcast your message from your heart. Mm -hmm. And then the station direct will be on December the 31st, 2023 at 5 degrees Taurus. And this will affect anyone with birthdays between the 24th to the 28th of April in any year, where again, Jupiter is going to be stationing on your sun, bringing growth to you, expansion, opportunities, luck, all the good things that yeah. are coming together. Jupiter and your sun is coming together. Amazing. So these are, these are great times. Right for on New Year's these, Eve. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. These are great things for these people with these birthdays. Yeah. And generally with any transit, you want to look at where is Jupiter passing through your natal chart? And therefore, the question is really is, where is Taurus in your natal chart? And this is where this effect is going to happen. So, Arwen, mm. uh, wh where does Taurus lie for you? Seventh house. Seventh house. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, not only will it be conjuncting my Mars, but it will be moving through my seventh house. Oh, how exciting. Right? Yeah, I'm not afraid of that one at all. That's, uh, <laughs> for the man in your life, yes. And for myself, it will be, as it enters Taurus, it's going to be drawing part of my 10th house, then it will enter my 11th house halfway through towards the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's those are the areas that are bringing growth and expansion, expansion mm -hmm. and lo and behold, here we are doing a podcast. Right. I, I rest my case. Absolutely. Yeah. So you want to consider where Jupiter is for you, where is it passing through, where is it bringing you opportunity, growth, luck, and potential. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There it is to focus on. Yeah, it's a, it's a really, I think it's an upbeat planet. I do like yeah. Jupiter. We always want to go with the positive of it. Yeah, it's, um, it's very easy to find the positive with Jupiter. Yes. Because it is all about expansion and optimism and excitement and maybe overextending, but... Yeah, overeating maybe, depending <laughs> where it is. Yeah, overindulging, but... Why not? Uh, we, we're held in a lot um, by some of the other planets. So Jupiter Absolutely. certainly gives you a chance to, I don't know, kick your heels up and do something different. So, yeah. yeah, we can report back on that later when we have a look at this next time. For sure. 
Well, Arwen, this has been absolutely great having you in here discussing Jupiter and Taurus. It's always exciting when one of the bigger planets change signs, and um, I'm so happy that you were able to join us today. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me, Austin. This has been super fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for getting this far through the episode. I just want to take a moment to tell you about the two main options of my astrology services. So the first one is coaching. If you are an aspiring astrologer, and by that I mean someone who's perhaps a hobbyist astrologer or someone who's learning astrology or a student, or you've got a few books and you've been doing it for a while, but perhaps you need a little bit of help to bring it all together, then maybe getting some astrological coaching from me would be the answer for you. The astrology coaching I offer is a one-hour session on Zoom, and it's tailored to answer your particular questions. For example, if you have issues with natal chart readings, we can go there. Or if you're having problems working with your forecasting, we can go there. Or even basic astrology stuff, or even getting yourself organized for your astrology business. The idea is that astrological coaching will answer your particular questions. It's tailored specifically to you and where you are in your astrological journey. And I'm happy to help you out with some guidance about how you can get going, what to focus on and what to dismiss. So that would be the astrological coaching for people trying to learn astrology. The second astrological service I offer is consultations. So this is for someone who perhaps doesn't know anything about astrology, but they just want to have their chart read or get their chart done. Call it what you will. So once more, this is a one hour consultation over Zoom. I will interpret your chart, tell you about the main features, tell you about where the energy is flowing and all the rest of what is entailed in a thorough natal chart interpretation. I can also add in some forecasting in there too, bearing in mind we only have one hour. So just in summary, I've got coaching for people who want to learn astrology and I've got uh, consultations for those who want to get an astrology reading done. I'm Alison Price from Starsology.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.